I mean, I haven't met Craig in the flesh, unfortunately. Um, but I think if we uh, if we talk more shit, you we'll, might. Uh, yeah, we'll might. we'll all rue the day. Okay, everybody, welcome to the Thursday Trackless Exclusive. I am here with another trio, a different trio this time of very talented artists. We have the hottest, the promoiest. The TikTokiest players in the game here, Hot <laughs> Dad Calendar. Welcome, guys. Howdy. What's up? Thanks for having hey. us. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank oh you so yeah. Much for having thanks. Us thanks for having me. Always, Dad. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. When me and me and your mother back in the day, it was it was a it was a long birth, but it was worth the wait because obviously you're wonderful. So. Oh, this is gonna be a great pod. Okay. <laughs> nah, you got you guys are awesome. So, um, you guys, so like, how how we sort of like know of each other? I I have a I have a relationship. Let me tell you, um, with with Jordan, we have a previous relationship. Um, all four of us. Craig, I'm not sure if Craig attended either. Um, but we all went to Albright College in Reading, PA. Can we say Hot Dad Calendar Ooh. is like a, an Albright product? Yeah, I mean, kind of. Or- yeah, for sure. I don't, I don't want to give them that credit. I also okay. don't want to do that, but <laughs> you know, we did, we did, we did all attend all right at the same time, and it was because the, of the like, grounds, the grounds, the actual physical dirt of Albright College can be responsible go. for where we where we form. What brought us together, forged at the base of Mount Penn. Yeah, that's what we say. Um, three dads got together and forged the the ultimate dad trio, Hot Dad Calendar. And mm-hmm. uh, at the base of Mount Penn, in the anvils of the um, Schuylkill, Schuylkill River, <laughs> of the Antietam Lake. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and the word tonight is Schuylkill. <laughs> yeah, I don't have a word segment, but uh, yeah, Schuylkill should be on there for sure. Schuylkill. Yeah. Just anytime you hear the word Schuylkill, you know, you take a shot. We'll follow like the Andy Cohen show vibes. Just a secret word on the screen. If you're driving like Jack, don't do that. But... Yeah. Attended my synagogue, actually, Andy Cohen. Whoa. Just kidding. No I mean, I guarantee there was an Andy Cohen. Not that Andy Cohen. Yeah, you get it. Yeah, you get it. Okay. We, we won't cancel you guys on this pod. Next pod. No. <laughs> no. Hot Dad Calendar. So, like, one of the things that I wanted to say, though, is I, I too, also went to Albright. I'm a little younger than you guys. Um, but, like, like for me, like, this was, like, a coming-of-age thing. Like, like I got to Albright. Um, actually, I think... I don't know. I don't know if it was all three of you, but you guys like did um, our convocation. Like you sang at our convocation for my uh, incoming. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we did. Oh, 
just unlocking memories. Oh, I'm like uh, really weird with memories and it's going to get weirder soon because um, I want to go into our relationships. Um, but that was uh, a weird, weird thing. We went through a long so... period of time where we booked events and they didn't really know what they were booking. So, you know, that all that time, it's like, what do you want us to do here? <laughs> I forgot that happened. I remember we got, we got, I don't know. I think you, you like they, they told you Savannah, they were like, Hey, we want hot dog calendar to play a convocation. And you told us, and I was like, why? Why do they want that? Um, but yeah, we did that. And that was, that was really funny. Cause it was just a bunch of incoming freshmen who were like, why? What is yeah. happening? <laughs> I don't know. That was that was. Did they one, like though. start like singing like the song for Albright or something, and then it's like, oh, here's Hot Dog Calendar though, yeah, and it's just like yeah. I have a snare drum because like that's <laughs> it, and then <laughs> we just barely know how to play our own song. Yeah, yeah we were pretty. <laughs> we were like it makes sense if it was like a little showcase or something, but it's not just like okay, these three randos are gonna play like one song and then leave, and you'll never see them again. Yeah, like. <laughs> <laughs> uh but i remember me and jack were in the the choir so we had to sing the albright uh like theme song um which yeah, i'm pretty sure fit the, the word alma mater <laughs> the alma yeah. mater the theme song the theme the song the albright the college television show listen alma mater's latin the... for theme songs yeah. so it's all it was originally just the seinfeld baseline but they got sued so they had to come up with a new theme <laughs> Oh, they, yeah. <laughs> just one Demonetized. <laughs> Demonetized, yeah. 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 I mean, I'm getting, I'm getting oh, fucking some money. That, that <laughs> wasn't edited in at all. No. No. But, yeah, well, yeah. My editing skills, uh, you'll put me to the test. You'll you'll bankrupt me. I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, so, like, I, as I said, like, so Convocation, like, grew up with you guys, essentially. My, yeah. form, my formative years are with the dads, kind of. Um. And then I remember, I think, I don't know. You guys performed at the Musty Basement all the time. I, I like, went to the Musty Basement, like, once, I think. And it was, I think it was, like, Ryan's last year at, at Albright. Um, that was that was a different place. So there was there was the Musty Basement, and then there was Ryan's, uh, like, Ryan Berry, right? Yeah, clean, yeah, clean yeah. basement. Yeah, 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 yeah. There was the, yeah, it was, like, the Musty I, Basement, and his was, like, the upside down down or something like that i think they were running at the same time but they just yeah. like didn't really do all that much yeah because i think the musty basement that year wasn't putting on as many shows <laughs> yeah but yeah that was that we played we played there that was great and musty basement was like our our um training grounds we always tried out new songs there and stuff yeah i think the first time we played there we had like two songs Yes. And then um, Jordan's face, it was like a Halloween thing, and Jordan had his face painted yes. to like a skeleton. And I'm surprised you just didn't get all that makeup everywhere, just like rubbing it on things. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that was that was the time. That was like the first, it was just the musty jam session. Musty jams. Musty jam session with, uh, with a little bit of uh, um, ICP cosplay. Mm. Yeah. I, I actually I ended up getting a um a hatchet man tattoo after that show because I yeah, just fell were, I fell in love with the culture. Yeah, you chugged Fago and now you're at the gathering right now. I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we actually shotgun Fago. It's pretty wild. 
I have um I have a really serious problem with it. <laughs> I don't want to get into it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nor yeah. do I. Nor do I. Cool. Um, but actually, funny, funny we bring that up. Um, I th- one of there's a, there's like a couple of ways that that Jordan and I met. I remember. Oh man, this is this is gonna. I mean, maybe you remember too. Uh, but it was it was Pops Weekend during Convocation, or it was yeah. like not. It was during Convocation. You looked him in the eyes. <laughs> no, I was kidding. It was like it was it was like after Convocation, and like like I think we were in the dining hall or something, and like you you like asked me a question. Like you didn't know me. You weren't like my my orientation leader, but like you asked me a question. And you were like, "Oh, have you been a groupie before?" Oh, like I thought you were a pop. Maybe you did. Actually, now now I'm just putting that together. I mean, I wasn't wearing a pop shirt, so like, that's a good point. Just, yeah. yeah, but you were like, "Have you ever been a groupie before?" And I was like, "Yeah, I was a groupie for Van Halen in the '80s." Like, yeah, <laughs> like, like what kind of question? Uh, yeah. So, in terms of that, in terms of the wit, in terms of the comedy, we had a we had a creative process class together. Yes, and I think that was the only yes. course that we took together. Yes, I was just thinking about this today. <laughs> Oh my god. So we had a creative process class together and I wanted to say that the o- the lowest grade that I've ever received before in my life was doing an improvised scene with you based off of a short story you wrote. Oh no. Wait, what sh- I I don't I remember I only remember the final project from that class. Please oh, please reinform me. <laughs> Oh, okay, yeah. I'll, I'll go through br- as briefly as possible, but okay. <laughs> it was. It, I think it was just. I think it was just the two of us, and like I, I think we both missed a class or something, and oh. it was it was when Matt was actually leading that section, so it was very sort of improv heavy. <laughs> yeah. Already, um, Dr. Matt Photos, shout out. Um, and, exactly, and like we had to write short stories and we were like, we didn't have time to like rehearse. Like we were supposed to like do like perform and have like, you know, an exposition, a climax and a a resolution. We were like telling stories and uh, we had no time to prepare. (laughs) We ended up going with your story, which I, uh, maybe it was your story. Maybe it was someone else's story. I don't know. (laughs) But the story revolved around, it was, John Mayer was involved. It, it was so it was like John Mayer needed to play like guitar to like soothe his dying grandfather who gave who like gave him like a treasure map. And, and exactly as I'm describing this, as I'm describing this, you can hear you can already hear the F. I think we got a D on it. Actually, we got a D <laughs> on it. It was so bad. We oh. broke character a million times because it was absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, um, but it but it was uh, it was super fun. It was super fun. So yeah, we did we did a little bit of an improv scene together. The lowest grade I've ever had. Um, but uh, like in terms of the final project, um, your final project was like the like by far the coolest one out of everybody's. Oh, um, yeah. Do you want to do you want to like elaborate on on you destroying shit? Oh yeah, uh, Wayne. Wait, Wayne, right? I think that was his name. Oh, Wayne Jesus Christ. was really yes. upset. Yeah. Um. I I did this thing where I like we were supposed to use the all like three things that we'd learned in this in the 
uh, semester, which was like lighting, like like tech and stuff for the theater, and then um, storytelling, and then like one other part I forget. But I just ended up doing this thing where I was like super artsy. It was like I put I had a clock and I put it in a box that was labeled like like time and then like something else. And then I took the clock and I like smashed it against a television a bunch. And like the music would change from Holocene by Bonnie Vare to like white noise when I would smash it into the television. And then eventually I took a hammer and I smashed the television. Um, and then like the music, I don't know. It was like weird, but it was fun. It was really fun. And I destroyed a TV on stage. That was all I wanted to do. And I found it on like the side of the road a couple days before. <clears throat> and so... I destroyed it and Wayne was like so upset because all of the the like fiber or whatever what was inside of the television, like the, the fiberglass <laughs> shattered everywhere. And so he was just like, You gotta clean that up. I was like, I just you didn't give me a chance to ask for a broom, bro. <laughs> you like, also I, went like first <laughs> like, you should have for sure went last yeah i was like maybe i could go last and they're like no you're gonna go i was like all right that's okay <laughs> but yeah and you forgot the coolest part of it the coolest part of it is when you you made everybody in the audience look at it through their phone it was like black mirror did i do that i don't yeah. remember doing that you requested <laughs> did I do that? you requested that everybody in the audience the way to view the performance was to sit in the absolute back row of our theater yeah. Wachovia Theater, shout out. Wachovia, Wachovia Bank, shout out. And <laughs> like to, to be in the back row and yeah. to have only look at the performance through your phone's camera. Whoa. Wow. Yeah, it was like super like we're like, okay, dude. Like you're the first one to go. You fucking destroy a TV. Like he's he brought props. Like no one really brought props. He brings a whole TV, brings a hammer. Like come on. I'm a big was, ideas was, guy. I'm a big it ideas. It was awesome. It was it was super cool. Thank and, you. And and I wanted to lead that I wanted to sort of lead that into like I mean, you guys doing TikToks, destroying guitars and shit. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah what do you want to want to know what do you want yeah like so like i i assume the talk has been sort of like a recent transition for you guys right it was yeah pretty much savannah's I mean, idea yeah yeah for sure we're like we're old but we're like <laughs> we gotta appeal to the kids these days um yeah. and i just felt <laughs> like you know we didn't we weren't like really that like privy to it at first um you know, but we've seen some pretty good content on there and and, uh, you know, we have too much of a personality to not be like making and sharing little videos here and there. Uh, I felt like some of that was wasted because, you know, if we had done a TikTok of Jordan's performance, we would he would remember it, you know, like. That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It seems like you're, you're dealing with like dementia a little bit. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I just I don't I don't remember a we, lot. We only remember the bad things about ourselves. That's all the insecurity. <laughs> that's the tagline of Hot That Calendar. Only remember yes. the bad things. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like actually that's a new EP. Jesus Christ. Yeah. We capitalize Damn. on nostalgia, but like the bad kind, the ones where it's like it's yeah, deep cuts. That's that's Hot That Calendar. That's not true. Yeah. I lied. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that is that is the very dark <laughs> memoir <laughs> that comes out later. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> guts off that calendar. That's awesome. Yeah, so I mean, like TikTok's obviously huge, and it seems like you guys are actually like really capitalizing it now. I'm not really on the talk. I do actually. My girlfriend gave me a really good suggestion to like transition into making TikToks of of some of. Yeah, I just do trends. No, I was kidding. Sure. But, like no, I would do like I, I. So I do um 
I do like a new music daily thing and then would do like a sort of like a, a, a mini review of a, of a song. Um, yeah. so like I'm, I'm thinking about going in that route too. So like what was, what was sort of the rationale behind it? And, and you sort of already went into it, like based off of your personalities and you guys have perfect personalities, lovable personalities for like this, for just the social media sphere in general. Um, but like, have you sort of seen some of the benefits? Have you reaped some of the benefits or have you been like finding sort of like a creative or satisfying sort of like a creative itch, um, in terms of creating that sort of video content? Yeah, I, it's, uh, it's like, it's been pretty fun. So we started out kind of, cause yeah, we just wanted to, we wanted to be like, started to build a, a fan base on, on social media. And, you know, we were doing like photos and stuff, but we found that most of the time, any videos that we posted got a lot more engagement. Um, and so Savannah brought up the idea of doing TikToks because she recently had got onto the talk and uh, was like, this is for us. Like, this is a really good place to sort of show people like what hot dog calendar is about and like how we can like sort of let our personality shine through. Um, a little piece of like what you get at a show. Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, we started getting kind of serious about it. Like a couple months ago, we just started, you know, cause we would, we would try to meet every other week to do rehearsals, but now we meet every week to sort of set short-term goals. And I've been making the TikToks for the past couple weeks and it's been really fun. It's been really cool to just kind of mm -hmm. like dive in and think like, what's something that is is wholesome because sometimes I find myself trying to think of like an idea to make a TikTok and I just I think too hard about it and I'm like this is really cringy or this is like really corny or like I'm trying too hard and so then I just end up shaving my beard uh in front of the camera and telling <laughs> people about my day while one of our songs plays in the background <laughs> like that's that's uh but it's fun. the music's so loud over top of it you can't hear yourself talk no, at all and yeah. it's just like it's like the perfect dad thing to do yeah <laughs> It was yeah. so good. It was so good. Uh, how how many have you released so far? On the uh, I have to look. It's not that many. We've like three uh, or four ish. Like you guys oh, have been like yeah. reposting them, right? On on Instagram. Yeah. yeah. We put them pretty much anywhere that we have social media just because they get we don't really have that much of a following on TikTok and people tend to look at them more on like Instagram and uh Twitter. Surprisingly, we have like a, mm. a pretty we get pretty good engagement on Twitter, but it's yeah. like a combination of i think yeah we have like five tiktoks we uh yeah. a combination of um wanting people to see us and also just like creative endeavor a new new facet of hot dog calendar so yeah yeah, yeah. what do you yeah, mean like you said you were gonna do like possibly little song reviews or something in a day and it's just like you know it's just another outlet to keep yourself being creative like it's a small thing but you know it really does a lot like with just like getting something done um but yeah that was uh it took me a while to get on the on the tiktok um and then to Not get us on there on the talk you know the kids yeah. um they're saying you know you gotta get on the talk and i'm like i i'll check my dial up you know first the facebook um, now the talk the facebook now the talk <laughs> and then um i mean very aligned with the uh the the name of the band but i also took a while to get us on tiktok because um like when i first went on i apparently liked a lot of videos and then that's what it 
tailored my for you page. So for months, my page, my front page was like only like smoked meats and like grilling videos. And I'm like, cool. And then I'm like, started getting into more of like the us a uh, hot dad kind of style humor and i'm like yeah we gotta we gotta be on here and i found too like like jordan said like overthinking it like trying so hard to come up with an idea like the two videos on my personal page that like blew up the most were just like completely random like oh i'm just gonna put this on and then yeah, people just cling on to the weirdest stuff. So sometimes. you've tasted, you've tasted the virality. Yeah, I've tasted that. the virality multiple times in my see. life. You, yeah, it's it's Savannah yeah. has this wild track record of going viral on <laughs> various social medias, or like meeting famous people, or like engaging with so, famous people on social media. It's so wild. She has this like crazy yeah. streak of this stuff kind of happening. Who have you engaged with now? Now that you tease it, who, who, uh, who have you been engaged with? Who, uh, like, who are we talking, like, meeting people-wise or, like, my both. viral Both, things? so, yeah, both? Via, via the DMs or via, uh, via well, IRL? I mean, uh, to go off of uh, your and Jordan's failing project, I have a, um, <laughs> I have a tattoo of a, of a lyric from a John Mayer song, and then he signed it like in sharpie at the show so i have a john mayer signature it's just because it's like quote form mm-hmm. but like yeah so that had that brief moment he kissed my hand i was i was freaking out was it willingly or <laughs> he yeah he just grabbed me and pulled me. <laughs> He's like, no. Come here. He was like, he was like, oh, if I had the tattoo machine here, I'd do it myself. <laughs> and then like, so then that got put on the the newspaper for the next day. And then there's videos of that online. Um, I know, whew, I got some like random celebrity followers on Twitter that I was like just going through and trying to figure out why. I mean, it's probably just all their PR teams, but whatever. Some weird stuff like that. I had a. A Tinder account go viral. Yeah. Um, and I wasn't aware of it till like people started tagging me in these like blog posts that were written about me and like got oh. all of the information wrong. Oh my like, God. Like most of it. Because <laughs> they were to the point where they were emailing the like hot dad accounts to try to get a hold of me for like interviews and stuff. Yeah. What was it the, was, what was the, revealing information that was that, that made this particular bio pop off? Uh, it was like the whole the whole profile was like in a PowerPoint presentation form with like use of the worst possible like neon color combinations and comic sans and just yeah, it was is rough. But now Tinder randomizes the orders of the photos. So now like people are like your presentation makes no sense. So I'm like, I have to change it and people are upset about it. <laughs> But yeah, that was interesting because then everyone I knew found out I was on Tinder, so that's cool. Um. <laughs> they frown upon uh, solicitation, actually, because we made uh, well, yeah, we made a hot dog calendar Tinder um, recently, and they send you they sent me a, a very like threatening message the other oh day God. that was like, "Hey, just so you know, solicitate." We've noticed some behavior that. Uh, like is is maybe indicative that you're a business i got Um, that too you did too my favorite part is the end hold on let me find it it's they say uh 
we want you to have fun here, but in order to avoid getting banned, you need to make sure your profile doesn't violate our community guidelines. Sounds good, question mark. I was oh like, Jesus! God. I don't the know! Tone, <laughs> the tone that you read it in is, is 100% the tone they intended. That's what I'm saying! <laughs> Yeah, it was. It was. Speaking of spooky. community guidelines, like the first uh, TikTok Jordan posted got removed like immediately. <laughs> what do you do? I had a I had a frog hat on with like my. Actually, let me show you the the podcast people who can't reenact see this, the whole thing. I oh had. <laughs> I had my gamer goggles on. My mom, I recently got like a whole gaming rig and my mom thought it would be cool if I got blue light goggles because she read a study that like it hurts your eyesight. So I got these gamer goggles that made me look like Dr. Disrespect. And uh, and so I put this on, the froggy hat, and I had a BB gun in my hand. And I like came in front of the mirror and I went, give me all your cum. And then that was the whole video. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but then it can end because I can't. I can't uh, have guns in videos that violates the community. gun. It wasn't the cum. No, it wasn't the cum. It was the gun. Yeah, it was devastating. Oh, Which came first, cum or the gun? The, the gun or the cum? <laughs> yeah. I, think, I think we have a brand new lyric for you guys. There yeah. we go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's actually our new album title. Yeah, that's a sequel to PBR Light. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so so a little a little foray oh. into the talk. Oh, is Jack saying something? Oh, no, I'm just driving over a bunch of standing water, and I'm a little scared right now. <laughs> so, Godspeed. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty bad right Jack, now. Jack's driving through flash flood tornado warnings. Yeah, <laughs> we're just talking about I, my I, cum I, TikTok. <laughs> I miss That's how it goes. Perspective. Yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. I know. Like we were in the middle of a discussion. I just see like lightning through Jack's sunroof. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus Christ! Oh my God! Yeah, it's it, the weather's been crazy here as well. So it's it's affecting everywhere. Prayers to everybody who who's in you know threatening threatening positions with the hurricane. And that's our PSA for today. Yes. Nice. Solid. Yes. Don't die. Don't die. Yeah. Yep. That's the uh, weather.com. Don't die. Weather.com. That's their app. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So one of the things that I wanted to say, too, is um, sort of like my my very short-lived Twitter career in which like I I didn't have many like famous interactions, but I would like at people a lot. I was yeah. one of those kids, so I would at oh, people, not like derogatorily at them. You know, I wasn't a <laughs> troll or anything. You're but, big and um, smelly. At <laughs> that's exactly you know, what I said. Yeah, at um, Foo Fighters. But there was a moment where I popped off a little bit, where I actually had a mini, not a conversation, but because I wasn't really in a DM. Um, but um, I had a retweet from Max Bemis. The lead what? singer of Say Anything. I know. What? And that's what I wanted to bring up to you too, because I remember it was it was also it was also in that um creative process class that I had with you, Jordan, yeah. in which I I wore I have a say anything shirt. Uh-huh. Um I wore it to um I wore it to like the our, our first like performance about ourselves. Yeah. And I wore it because you wore the Hebrews it, one, didn't you? Exactly, yeah, it's, it's from yeah. Hebrews, which which is one of their 
more recent albums. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I wore that one too. And uh, yeah, and you gave me like a little thumbs up. So yeah. like I wanted to know, like, so I, I assume that Say Anything is is maybe an influence on you guys. Um, I wanted to know like your, like who are your musical influences um, as a group? You guys go first. You guys got really good ones. Uh-oh. <laughs> you got robot voice, Jack. You got Craig Bodden. Craig Bodden. Craig Bodden. He's like Daft Punk, Daft Punk, Daft Punk. Oh, man, he loves Daft Punk. He really loves Discovery. He thought it was a fantastic album. Jack? A little bit. Mm-hmm. We have very, very different music tastes. Thank you for deciphering. I will decipher. I think that's what it was. <laughs> I got the thumbs up. <laughs> we got the thumbs up. We got the thumbs up. That is exactly what our robot on the other end said. So thank you so much for uh, deciphering that. I feel like there'll be so much tension in this podcast because it's like it'll be a couple seconds of just and then a thumbs up, <laughs> an audible thumbs up. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> do you guys care to go into the influences? Yeah. Savannah, why don't you go first? Oh, oh gosh. Um, I think I had like probably the weirdest journey through music um, of anyone. I just I've I've kind of gone through all the decades at some point. So I have like a little bit of knowledge everywhere. Tried. I mean, like a lot of times I feel left out when they're talking about their scene phases. And that was like at the same time I was having like a 60s folk phase. <laughs> and it's like they don't align at all times. But I think it's been like a really cool thing to just sort of like combine different ideas from songs that we've heard throughout the past because like I think I was talking Jordan a couple weeks ago and he's like just then found out that Buddy Holly died at 22 or something you're like what? Yeah I did not know that. <laughs> I think it was it is he not in the tw- I thought he was 27 is he not in the 27 club? No he no, died he earlier, earlier than that it was 22 or 23 um Jeez. Yeah, so I kind of grew up on that early like rock and roll, like 50s, 60s rock and roll. Um, and my parents just had the worst music taste ever. So I think uh, we all were, I can probably speak for all of us when we've all been influenced a little bit by rock band and guitar hero and in a way getting introduced to a lot of stuff. Um, but yeah, I kind of, I think I went more into the the classic bops. Um, my classic bops to rock your socks playlist is probably my biggest go-to. Oh my so. god, it's a banger! She, we, we, we went. I have this family camping trip that my family holds every year, and I invited uh, Savannah and Jack to it. And Savannah was able to make it, and and she like played the classic bops to rock your socks off uh with mm, at the that the the campground and it was like my family and then like a bunch of other families uh and so like just think like a bunch of 40 50 year olds and savannah puts this playlist on and they're like listening to it they're like who whose music is this this is great like these are just non-stop bangers they were like so stoked <laughs> i'm pretty so- sure one told me they're like drunk and like holding on to me like oh you're my spirit animal I'm like <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, they were they were really excited. A lot about of friendships were formed with uh, with forty fifty year olds, not based on that playlist. Oh uh, yeah, Debbie uh, but Yeah, we've all had like very different like genre interests. I think they've kind of stayed mostly in the rock punk indie era. I know you've ventured out a bit more, Jordan. And um, but yeah, I've just kind of. You know, I I have a cowboy hat, so I I mean I had a f- my western phase. I've had <laughs> all of the phases, so but yeah, I've, yeah. yeah. I, I definitely dove uh, more into like emo, like midwestern emo, um, and then I like a bunch of other stuff too. Like I just I I kind of. I kind of been everywhere, but mainly like like emo was a huge influence for me. So like deer in the headlights, and then uh oh, we lost Savannah. Mm. Uh, sure. Deer in the headlights, oh. and then like um, uh yeah, say anything was huge for me mm-hmm. when uh this was pre hot dog calendar. I was in like a mini band with I don't know if you remember Mike Barreto. I don't. That's okay. He was a he was a guy that went to school with us. Uh, I think he might have been. He might have graduated after, before or after before you before you yeah before you and um, but we were in a mini band and we covered like say anything and I kind of like before that I was falling in love but then I played that 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 song with him and then like I went to some shows and I was like dude this is where it's at you know and I found out he did the uh, the song um, the like song uh, what is it called what does he call it Shopify yeah Songify something like that. He he he'll for context he'll like make these uh he'll he'll get people to buy like either a song an EP or like an album you know and and then he'll write personalized songs with the content that they give him they'll be like I want you to write this song about you know my ex fiance who like you know went to an Arby's and cheated on me in the kitchen or something like that you know like and he'll write a whole song about it um and it's really cool but I. I would like, like really started listening to his songwriting then and like delving deep. And then Death Cab for Cutie is a big one for me. Mm. I have the, the transatlanticism tattoo on my arm, <laughs> but it's uh, like songwriting, I think has always been a really big um, musical influence for me. And so like, yeah, Death Cab, Say Anything, Deer in the Headlights. Um, who else? I was big into Foo Fighters back in the day. Um, mm. I was like, really obsessed they came out with i don't remember what the album was called but it had like their faces on it in rainbow colors and i had that was back when i had like an ipod classic and i like loaded all of their songs onto there and then like Beatles songs and like all this just like (laughs) like i don't know just like stuff you listen to in middle school i guess Mm -hmm. and i would just i would rock that all the time it was it was great but yeah that was oh that was it for me and then jack what do you what do you got to say I was, I was about to say I'm 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 home now so <laughs> and alive can, and well welcome yeah. not be driving so I um I listened to a lot of stuff I got into music because of the Beatles like that was kind of the whole reason I started me and my like elementary school friends did like a lip sync contest to help by the Beatles so like I'm just I'm I'm all in there but like when I went went further like say anything's probably one of the biggest things that got me into more kind of punk music i mean max bemis is probably one of my top five songwriters i'm a really big modern baseball fan but i also have recently been really delving into like late 80s early 90s like 
British stuff. So like the cure, the Smiths and like a bunch of shoegaze nonsense. That's just all guitar pedals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm all over the map. Yeah. I think a big thing is like, uh, for me, it was like the just singer songwriter, like folk music at first, because I was like, all right, well, if, Sort of before I started understanding more about music, I was drawn to the lyrics above anything else. Um, so with like the singer, songwriter, folk music, like it's you and a guitar. So you're you're and chances are your guitar playing's not that great. So you better be writing some good songs. <laughs> so, um, you know, people like uh, Damien Rice uh, are huge influences. His like, oh, album is like one of the best of all time. Um, you're big into Ben then, Howard, too. Ben Howard, yeah. yeah. I usually a lot of people don't know him, and um, but yeah, I had a was like eighth grade was like my Kings of Leon phase. Old uh, Kings of Leon or new Kings of Leon? Old oh. Kings of Leon. Dixie, so Dixie rock is like one of my favorite genres. Yeah, yeah. like uh, it's I amazing. love that just like rough, like grungy Southern sound. Like oh, it's 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 excellent. That's one of my favorite things. I've I've never gotten to see them, but I always have wanted to, even though they probably wouldn't play anything I wanted them to. But. Yeah, they would play. They play all their mainstream <laughs> shit. I think I was like, <laughs> I think I was like so, and I, I think that like that album, like where they had like the the hits off of "Use Somebody" and "Sex on Fire" mm-hmm. and stuff, like that album was still like a good album, mm-hmm. even though those songs broke. I really loved that album, so I'd say like there and everything back i think their like first album after that album had like two good songs on it but um (laughs) i haven't really given much a listen but i was so so just mesmerized by their haircuts like through their different stages of their albums like they just had the wildest haircuts (laughs) it's just like but I, I have one of their like live DVDs, and I would watch it like at least once a week. I was like crazy into it. That's dope. Yeah, I listened to a lot of the National too. That was probably mm-hmm. my biggest. And then, and Jordan has the the Death Cab tattoo, and I'm the basic bitch with a Neutral Milk Hotel tattoo. So not even, bro. You're oh, t- yeah. But your tattoo's so good. It's so yeah, good. It's, <laughs> it is pretty dope. It's, yeah. Yeah. Why did you is, tell- it, is it a Van Frank? Is it the, the conspiracy? It's no. the it's the <laughs> that guy, ah. the phonograph airplane thingy. Hell yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's yeah. uh, you got in. You also got into tapping, like tapping on your guitar for a while oh, because yeah, of Ben yeah. Howard. Like you were doing yeah. some really cool stuff. You, I remember you wrote this uh this song for I think it was Albright Idol that you ended up playing with Ben, right? Mm-hmm. And I, it was like yeah. super reminiscent of like Radiohead esque kind of stuff, um, mixed with like Ben Howard. It was really really great. Savannah will never say this out loud, but she has a really really great voice that is like super. It's like super raspy. It's kind of like um, ah, I always think of somebody, but it's not going to come to me right now. But it's older new. Uh, I would say probably like it's. I don't know. Like like older new as in like like who's like, yeah like are they from this generation or are they yeah. like fr- are they Wanda Jackson or oh, are they know. like <laughs> no. yeah yeah but um but yeah she she did this she did this song in it and like she does the it's like it's like almost like she's playing steel guitar because she'll sit it on her lap and she'll like tap it and, and stuff and uh, yeah I don't know I just always want to hype you up about that because like you never give yourself enough credit that's that was like 
Because oh. I don't remember how to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> I like wrote those songs for, and I'm like very proud of those songs that I wrote for when I played it all right I- idle solo. Like I did two of them solo. And then after that was like, that was, that was the only time I played it. I wrote it for that event and then I never played it again. <laughs> and it. I like, I thought they were good. I thought they were all right. Uh, they were but, great. Like, they were great. Yeah. Like I have random people like message me after like asking where my music was, and I'm like, oh no, I'm not gonna play this again. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, and some like older dude came up. So it was like someone's someone's dad came up to me after one of the shows, and, like it told me I was like a Janis Joplin or something. I'm like, calm down, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> it was it's pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I've been doing that. That uh, That's something that started kind of in high school with all that like laptop and percussion on the guitar. So I think that's kind of where like I was kind of able to play drums a little bit because I was like used to doing the rhythms on the guitar. Um, so yeah, that and like a lot of John Mayer's like blues, um, bluesy soul stuff like the Continuum album is one of the best albums of all time for sure. Um, a lot of lot of really good stuff on it. He also has been making some real wonky stuff, but the guitar playing is, uh, you know, he's there's a reason he's touring with the Dead. So yeah, yeah. But that was, I feel like all of our music influences kind of stemmed from us all playing guitar, you know, mm-hmm. um, which offers a really unique opportunity for us as a band because you know we kind of all like write the songs together for the most part. Um, and uh like like if i because most of the time it'll be like either me and jack come up with the guitar riff and then uh we'll bring it to like rehearsal or whatever and uh most of the time like i don't really have lyrics and so i'll just i'll say random stuff so we have these like demos of me being like you know like just saying just off the walls things i'll like see something around the the practice space and i'll be like the teddy bear's in the corner and he's drinking pbr and i'll be like damn it i can't yeah. say that like <laughs> but and then and then we're pearl jam and then we're pearl jam because i sing like that <laughs> it sounds like a uh, it sounds like a like a, a jimmy fallon like bit yes. that they do yeah no like yes. that's that's what it ends up coming it's out funny as. you mentioned that and i'm not going to deter away from the conversation too <laughs> far but that was probably the person i've interacted the most with over the the years via the social media that's so random <laughs> it is so ra- he follows me um oh my God. i was one of the like first like 300 people um he followed let me just say i got i got dms <laughs> DMs from him on like my like fifteenth birthday or something. No, okay, that is grooming. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Let's cancel Jimmy. Uh, Queen Latifah would have something to say about. Yeah, it. we're not no. canceling Hot Dad. We're coming for you, Jimmy. We're coming no. for you. We're coming for the King of Late Night. Oh, that would be so <laughs> fucked because as a kid, I always dreamed of like I'm gonna be famous and I'm gonna get interviewed on this show just so I can meet Jimmy Fallon. My sister saw him at a bar ruining his career. Really? Wow. Really? Yeah, I don't think she 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 was way too nervous to talk to him. Way too nervous. But yeah, sure. he was at a bar in Manhattan. She went to school out there. Okay, so <laughs> I'm derailing too. One of the th- one of the things that I wanted to say, and it was it was something that you, that you had just said, Savannah. Um, in terms of the lyricism, it seems as if that is something that you guys definitely pride yourself in. And I will say that like you as a band have like you guys have one of like the strongest like 
opening lyrical hooks like to your songs like mm-hmm. like right right on with 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 face pain like stop waving at people who don't wave back to you like something <laughs> you know something like a line like that to which like i immediately connect with because fuck those people like they're so <laughs> I, I that is one of my biggest pet peeves yeah. they're just they're raving to the person like, behind you like and you know like you have these well, well that that and also like <laughs> the metaphor you know, like you of the like one sided, yeah. Oh my god, I hate it because like like you have like full ass conversations with people and then they don't give you the time of day to even like look at you and acknowledge yeah. you on the street. Like, are you serious, dude? That's yeah. um, but like yeah, exactly like stuff like that. Um, that lyric stuff. That's all. That's all, Jordan. Jordan, like, he'd come, and even when he's just making up stuff on the spot, like, half the time, 70% of it is kept in the song. Like, yeah. like you know, <laughs> and I feel like Jack and I are good enough songwriters in, in the sense that if he'd come with something and we didn't, like, like one line or a ch- choice of word, we'd, like, offer a suggestion, but, like, most of the time, it's, like, pretty much there. Um... We'll see what slips through the cracks. I know, um, you know, we were talking about him making up words like as we were going. So, you know, we've been talking um, about recording an album. So we actually sent demos um, to one of the producers, you know, all all the demos we sent and like the song we are most proud of. Jordan says hot dog goddamn at one point. And that's the demo we've been sending out to all these producers, and we just don't know if they've noticed or not. I but I listened back to it, and I don't think I said hot dog goddamn. I just didn't know what to say, so I oh no goddamn. And so it definitely sounds like it if you think it's like one of those things where if you think the words, it yeah. sounds like it. You know what I mean? It's yeah, gonna be a misheard yeah. lyric. It'll be a misheard yeah. lyric. Exactly. I have to say, yeah, you guys will be like killing it. It'll be the title of the album, and then they'll put the two together. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's it, yeah. That was off of our. Uh, that's off our the new album that we've been working on, and it's. Uh, the, I, that one was pretty much entirely improv. Like it's sometimes I'll just. It's I. I like. Which blows my mind every time I listen to it. Well, that's why it's that's why it's fun though. Like I, that's why I enjoy songwriting, but it's also like a very, um, tedious process because it's it's one of those things where if I don't get it, uh, right off the bat, then I'm like, okay, I don't know what else to do. You know, because okay. <laughs> I, I, I'm you'll start much... overthinking it. Yeah. And then it just yeah. like doesn't come out as good as if you're just like feeling it. Yeah. Playing with a group of people. Exactly. And that's why, like, I've always really valued the, the band, um, thing of it all. Cause like, I don't, I feel like I, when I started Hot Dad Calendar, I wasn't really that great of a musician. Um, and technically, I, I really, I'm still not like really proficient, but, through playing with hot dad calendar my skills as far as like songwriting and then just like collaboration like there'll be times where we're in practice and we'll be jamming on an idea or whatever and we'll do something at the same time where like jack will give me a look and then savannah will give me a look and then we'll be like okay cool and then we'll like end on the right spot or like we'll do this like this pause break or it's just and it's like this crazy incredible feeling that i've gotten nowhere else of like just um like in mind meld, you know, you, you sort of have this moment of, I don't know how to say it, just like telepathy where you're capable of communicating. That, yeah. yeah. Like telepathy or, or like, we're just, it's, it feels almost like we're communicating through playing music and we all understand what we're trying to, like the ideas that we're trying to communicate to one another. And then in a, in a moment of like pure bliss and like 
for lack of a better word, climax, we just like hit this this peak, and it's just like, mm, yeah, like, ooh, it just feels so good. And so then we we turn that into a song, <laughs> and, and that's it. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's super dope. Yeah, is is the process for you guys mainly like jam sessions, or is it more so like? Jack comes in with an idea like he's been, you know, he's been working on a riff and he comes in with that. And then you start from there. Is it how would you describe it? Yeah, I think it comes in with like sometimes we'll have ideas like every song's a little different. But I'd say like kind of the basis of one is like one of us will either have like a chord pattern or like just a basic structure of a song going, but we're not married to anything. And then we kind of just bring it and all workshop it together. Mm-hmm. So we're just like, we put it in the stew and then we just see kind of what happens with it, with kind of our, our chemistry mm-hmm. playing together. Well, I think a lot of the ones that branch off of jam sessions happens when someone's in the bathroom and they have to do, so we like take that little break where it's just two of us and then we'll just jam. And then it's like, Oh, we have a, we have another song now. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think like a lot of the quickest ones, like because we've written songs so fast, where we just be like, we be re- going to work on something else, and then you just start like Jack will just start playing something while we're like Jordan's changing instruments or something, and then it's like, oh, okay, so this is a song now, and then Jordan will go up to the mic, no questions asked, and start singing something to it. So. <laughs> i think we set this precedent like very early on that um you know we experimenting is like a very good thing and and that we should be very comfortable and sort of like failing because there'll be at times where we'll have those jam ideas right and we'll be riffing on it riffing on it riffing on it and it's just not clicking and we'll be like okay well let's not do this anymore <laughs> you know but um but it's none of that is really ever discouraged or like or or anything it's like we're the purpose of rehearsal is obviously to practice our songs but if something starts happening you know we'll just roll with it and trying trying out a bunch of different things is is not frowned upon in the space so it's like i don't know we created a a safe safe space to explore our creativity in, and it's i think it's knocked some pretty good ideas out of the old nog i would agree yeah as a consumer thanks (laughs) so i i I, want to get back to some of the things I also want to sort of progress from from some of the things that you guys are saying now. One of the questions that I wanted to ask was, now you guys aren't on campus anymore. We're not necessarily all college students any longer. What are the logistics that you guys have to run through in terms of rehearsals? Like, are you guys close to each other? Like, what is that sort of rehearsal schedule like? Yeah. We are not close at all. We're a perfect triangle on a map. Like an acute triangle, yeah. You guys are the Pink Floyd album. Actually, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, the yeah. symbol. So, thankfully, I have a drum set and enough space at my house with a PA where we can kind of rehearse. But um, we just kind of, every couple of weeks or whenever we're we're honestly free and we kind of set it up, we, we get together. And it's very intentional in that way because I think it it makes us feel better about it, but it's also like we all want to be here doing it like, so this is our day we just make a real to enjoy it and yeah. get it done um yeah 
Yeah, I mean that's so that's, it's it's tricky sometimes. Yeah, like, yeah, it's like the one day Jack has off. It's like okay, we're gonna rehearse if he doesn't have other plans. <laughs> yeah, and if he and, also can can make it through a flash flood tornado. Going yeah, on. yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Um, how it works is uh, Jordan and I separately will drive to Jack's place, and then we make Jack drive to lunch. You know, gotta make him drive somewhere. But I think it's like around an hour forty minutes they're yeah, like one way for me and jordan each so it's a it's a long day a lot of driving but it's like almost it's pretty much always worth the drive yeah. and everything because we get to we get to play music together and like outside of that we just get to hang out with one another like jack and savannah are usually my best friends just because I, I i spend so much time with them and like we built this such a strong bond through like hot dog calendar and then also just like I don't know. We get along really well, <laughs> you know, like it, it's it's the reason yeah. that we've been doing this for like, I guess, five, almost six years now is because of how well we work together, um, not only as like bandmates, but also as just friends. Um, yeah, we've 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 like <clears throat> we've we've gone through some emotional stuff together and and we've also gone through some like some uh, some hardships together, I'd say. And it's it's brought us out on the other side and like the logistics of it all to me now don't seem like much of a um a big deal just because like this is something that personally and i think i can speak for all of us when i say something that we're really passionate about um and so yeah it's like hour and a, hour and a half per- yeah it has yeah. its perks too like being separate like it makes it more difficult to work but when we do work we get a lot done yeah um and we've like like we said we've been meeting like uh once a week at least like at least over discord to to chat and set goals for ourselves to keep us more engaged while we're not meeting mm-hmm. um but then on top of that like we're a lo- technically a local band to like four cities each one we're from and <laughs> reading so <laughs> you know it, it allows us to cover more ground is like oh we can play a late show because someone lived within an hour of this place you know so yeah. it's got it has its perks i think we've been more productive even though we've been further apart for sure i'd say so yeah yeah that's awesome kudos to you guys i mean like you went from a college band to to a working band, like doing gigs and through a pandemic. So like, yeah, definitely, definitely um, applause in order for that. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. we took a year off when because uh, Jack and I graduated at the same year and then we took a year yeah. off while Jordan was doing his senior year. But then like at the end of it, you know, Jordan was just like, I, I want to. I want to do the band and we were all kind of like on the same page. So it was just like, we had that gap and then we we're just like, yeah, this is right. We should be doing this together, mm-hmm. which is nice. Yeah. That's awesome. So one thing that I, I would be like remiss to say, especially after you guys went through like, you know, all of the influences you guys had, we had a little, little love sesh to Max Bemis. I listened to both of the EPs again. I have to. Come on. I do my due diligence here. This is a professional operation. I have Craig Bot in the chat. You guys get it. You guys get it. We're not messing around on Thursday track list. Fake distances. We have a beautiful, beautiful sort of like call and response duet from Jack and Jordan towards the end of it. And 
I dare say it's 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 on it's on par, it's on a level, it's in the same stratosphere as like a Max Bemis, Chris Conley, Two Tongues, the super project. So so reminiscent oh, of it. Excellent, excellent. Actually, they just came out within the past five years and a, a second album. But um yeah. super cool po- project from from Max Bemis and Chris Conley, Two Tongues. And you guys like have that like same sort of like comp- complimentary dynamic, especially in fake distances. It's it, it was super cool to hear and super cool to like make that connection. I'm like, oh my god, like, yeah, that's thank you. That's really awesome. That <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know Jack. Jack really loves Two Tongues. I I never really got too hard into him, but I always knew about the project. And that that's really that's really nice of you to say. Um, I think Jack. I can you talk a, a little bit about why you think our voices go so well together? Because I. I, we've talked about this a handful of times. Yeah, it's, I don't know what it is. And like, it's funny, even when we were in choir together, like we'd always get put next to each other because our voices just blended. I don't know. It could just be the natural timbre of our voices, but I think it's just something there where we're in a little bit of different ranges, but like just close enough to where they sound good. And I think that's just, just kind of the magic but we also have that like that emo kind of like shouting yeah. <laughs> magic too like we can sing nicely but mm-hmm. like also just like ruin our voices in 20 seconds <laughs> yeah <laughs> so i think it's like it's the, the duality of man it's definitely yeah it's definitely a combination of like i think because we were in choir together it offered sort of like this opportunity for us to figure out because in choir you're you're supposed to sing as a choir, not as an individual, even though some people try to do that anyway. And, uh, and you know, and so, but me and Jack were, like you said, you always got paired next to each other. So we always had to sort of just like listen to each other and match each other's, you know, tone and, and timbre and stuff. And, um, and I think because of that, we, we try, we like just sing now and it's like, fucking nail it. Like we'll do, like I said, we do things in, in uh, rehearsal. And and we'll do just like these harmonies, and I'll be like, "Oh my god, bro, we sound so good!" You know, I like, I just I feel I get so proud of us. But uh, that, and then also, like you said, the the whole emo screamy thing. I, we have a very similar backgrounds in like what we listen to in like middle school and high school and into college. <clears throat> that our voices, I think, have just naturally developed into sort of like that emo-y, screamy, like oh, just tell yourself. It's not over yet, <laughs> kind of thing, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. You got Mayday Parade like shaking in their boots. They're like, "Oh my god, they're stealing our shit." <laughs> <laughs> that first Mayday Parade album will always be one of my favorite albums of all oh, time. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> For sure. For sure. So I mean, I don't want to keep you guys here all night. There were some things that I did. I, I've I've like a. My, my list here of notes and like there was a couple things that I that I didn't even get into I'll just give you a taste of it like I was gonna say when are you guys gonna sue Billie Eilish when are you guys gonna sue her she did Billy Bossa Nova you guys Bossa Nova Scotia like where, where, where are you guys well, at we in litigation first, um, I was I was gonna we're not allowed like, to talk about it I'm sorry I, you know yeah. what I figured I figured I was gonna mention to Jack he was he was going through his trials and tribulations um but i was going to mention how like we talked about calf modeling at the student center desk which you probably don't recall oh he remembers we got some we got some i remember a little bit yeah my memory is very very 
weird sometimes, but I, I do remember that. As is mine. As <laughs> he is remembers mine. everything to do with his calves. <laughs> there we go. His pride there we go. I didn't, yeah. get, I didn't get to talk mad trash. Um, how you're a Liverpool fan. I'm a Tottenham fan. First place <laughs> after the first break. That's how we roll here. I know, man. Um, sun's, sun's going off. What can I uh, say? Legend. Absolute legend. Um, yeah, so like, I mean... We made it through. I think we're almost at like an hour or maybe a little bit of an hour plus. I'm not 100% sure. Um, but you guys have like merch, right? Do you guys have merch going on right now? And do you have any merch that you guys want to plug? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we have um, on our Bandcamp, uh, Hot Dad Cat. You can search us on Bandcamp.com. Uh, we have hoodies, uh, t-shirts and then we have some tote bags and cool stickers too so we have a bunch of stuff and that's all going to help kind of fund the album and kind of get into there so we'd really appreciate any support for sure yeah for sure yeah. Um, and if you can't remember Bandcamp we also have our Hot Dad Calendar website which you can submit an inquiry you know if you want to send us a small loan of a million dollars or you know click the link <laughs> and buy some merch we're down for any of it we really appreciate the support Heck yeah. And listen to our first two EPs, uh, Camp Cold Lake and In Good Time. We got more music coming out soon. And uh, and yeah, and follow us on the social medias at Hot Dad Calendar, except our Twitter is at Dad. What is it, Savs? It's at it's Dad Hot Calendar. That's right, Dad Hot Calendar. Hot Dad Calendar was taken, and this guy doesn't even use this page. So it's inactive. You know, yeah, we need to, you gotta buy him. Manage. You gotta buy him out after you win. After you win the legal battle we with think, Billy, we think it's Billy Eilish that's running this account. Oh my god, she yes, for sure that. is. We can't prove it, it's but actually, it'll it's the Phineas. case wide open. Fucking Phineas. Fucking yes. Phineas. <laughs> that ginger <laughs> bastard. <laughs> <laughs> what about dates? What about dates for you guys? Live performances? Oh, yeah, yeah, we got a show coming up this weekend, uh, September 4th at Fens Upstairs in Westchester, PA. Um, and then yep. September 18th, uh, these are all Saturdays, by the way. September 18th, yep. we're going to be returning to Reading. We're going to be playing West Reading Fall Fest um, with our, our, our buddy Frank. Book that for us. So your buddy Frank, who Shout out to Frank. basically booked everything we played not at albright when we were in reading um he's a man he's a man so we'll be hanging out there come have a beer with us after um and then we got a show in philly coming up october 9th we're playing a a house show with a, a lot of cool cool other bands uh gay baseball uh cheer mom yes yeah uh playing with really really those guys um we have some more like potentially in the works. We're kind of leaving November, December uh, a little more open for for hopefully recording this album and getting it to you guys as soon as we possibly can. So listen to our first two EPs and then get excited for the album because it's going to be better. And that's the <laughs> album title. Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. I'm excited. We're all excited. Hot Dad Calendar. excited. Thank you guys so much. Thank you so much, Evan. This has been awesome. Thank you. Yeah, this was fun. Hey, you guys are welcome. Thank you for listening to the Thursday Tracklist Podcast. Be sure to check out our flow page at flowco.com slash page slash Thursday Tracklist to view other episodes, Spotify playlists, album reviews, our website, and much, much more. Or you can head to the Instagram page Thursday Tracklist, all one word, for more Thursday Tracklist content.